Hey guys, it is Deb again. Hope you guys are doing well. Today's edition is um, a little odd because I'm actually not asking questions. I'm sitting here with Thomas from the Evolve Marketing Firm and he's asking me questions. So Thomas, welcome and uh, knock yourself out. All right, take it away from here. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast today. And something that maybe some of your listeners are not aware of is that you just got back from a trip to Sicily, right? I did. Okay. So I'm trying to picture how you ended up in Sicily because <laughs> we were having coffee a couple of weeks before and I distinctly remember we were just chit-chatting. Out of the blue, you just said, oh, I'm going to go to Sicily. And I just thought, okay, that, that's a dev thing to do. Of course, she's going to go to Sicily out of the blue. So it, it totally made sense to me. But um, I, I didn't know if you know if you were like seriously going to do it like in the next week or two. And then you ended up doing it. So I'm just curious, why did you end up going to Sicily? So I don't know. My brother sent me a link from a CNN article about a town in Sicily selling homes for one euro and that didn't sound a little shady to you very shady okay but i always chase the shade so, <laughs> no it just i mean i've heard of it and it mm -hmm. and and uh i did have a friend of mine who she's lives in rome and and uh she confirmed that it's a thing um naturally they're not one euro uh mm -hmm. it's a bidding process and it's more than a euro um Either way, I thought it would be a good investment, and I have a plenty of investors that would um, maybe consider doing something like this. I just knew that it was something I was going to have to do on my own and come back with uh, some information. Okay, so you heard about this cool opportunity, and you decide, okay, I'm going to go to Sicily myself and check it out. How did you? How did you even broach this with? you know potential investors because again like i'm trying to picture how i would go to somebody and say hey i got this cool italian villa it's only going to cost you one euro to to bid on this and yeah i swear it's a legit deal so how did you even approach that i didn't subject? approach anybody okay i just went because i knew i couldn't i knew that that most of my investors are real estate investors they're very conservative and they like to know rois and they need to understand numbers so there was no way on earth I could produce that information. So I was going to have to hustle and sell a bunch of furniture. There was a major spike in my production. <laughs> I worked like a fiend. Right. I sold all kinds of furniture so I could pay for the flight. My older brother helped me um, pay for it. And then I flew out there. Um, Where'd you fly from? I flew from Austin and okay. here's a little tip. Uh, travel, travel tips with Deborah. Travel listen, tips. listen up, everyone. <laughs> if you fly from Austin to London to Gatwick, mm -hmm. you can get a flight under five hundred dollars round trip. Just FYI. See, that's insane because I've paid six to eight hundred dollars for a flight to Philly, oh, right, and, or DC, or whatever. Right. So, but you're saying all the way, to, all the way to London, all the way to London, right? And wow. people assume like, oh my God, she must be loaded because she's going to Europe all the time. Well, no, <laughs> I just am cheap, and so I found that flight. Mm -hmm. Um. And then there are the, I call them jumpers, but they're like short flights that you take from there. Like, so from London 
to Palermo, with mm-hmm. the island of, of Sicily, it was like a $60 trip. And were there like chickens in cages on this No, plane? no, no, oh, no. Okay. It's, right? a, it's, it's a real like, plane? Okay. It's like the Southwest Airlines of Europe, if you will. Okay, so you're right. And so it's called Ryanair, or... Okay. I forget what the other one is. It's like an orange brand, orange branding. I forget what it's called. Cheap flights, or you could die, or I don't oh, know. <laughs> so the, the Greyhound bus of the sky. Okay. Something like that. But, but Ryanair is always great. So like if you decide you're bored with that town or you want to go mm-hmm. somewhere else, just go and go to Ryanair and you can buy a flight for 50 bucks and go anywhere on the continent. Oh, wow. Okay. So now you, so you end up in uh, Sicily and do you, do you even speak Italian? Um, in the most brutal, horrible way, I, yeah, I can kind of get away with okay. a few <laughs> words, but luckily I speak Spanish and I, I can... Yeah, I yeah, think you I can, can speak Italian. I yeah. can, yeah, for sure. It's like I Tex-Mex, mean, right? I mean, they understood me. I don't know, <laughs> or they pretended. Okay, so okay, so they're being sweet, and uh, no, because I, I know, like, I could, I could not. Model, well, I mean, I went to Europe um, when I was in college, and I was able to get through Italy, okay, because I knew some Spanish. I mean, and my Spanish was rudimentary, but then I went to other countries like Germany, where you can't yeah, figure. Yeah, because everybody sounds like they're cursing at you and yelling. Yeah, but, just, um, you just smile and nod. Yeah, nod and smile. That's that's really all I do in life. So, <laughs> so what time? What time did you land? And like, what was the first? What was the first thing you did when you when you got there? Um, I landed in Palermo late at night. It was like nine something, and uh, I was really lucky that I had a driver. Um, from the city of Sambuca, come pick me up. So it was really cute. He had my name um, <laughs> on a sign so waiting Monte for me. Mayor. Yes, I, lo- I, love I love saying your yeah. last name. And I was like, damn, I feel so special. <laughs> and he even had a swanky car. And so I felt like VIP, like, let's go. So nice. Turned out to be the mayor's brother. And we had oh, a wow. great... Now, was that planned? Was like, did you know it was the mayor's brother? No, okay. but I'm sure they planned it. Right. You know how that goes. All part of the so they knew they school. knew you were coming for the like to, to bed or to look. I mean, at it. I, they all knew I was coming. He, the The driver acted like he had no clue. Oh, okay. But I think uh, whatever, or right. maybe he really didn't have a clue. He just drives. I right. Don't know. Um, there was a part of me, Thomas, that was really a little bit cynical about it. To be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge dreamer. Right. And I know when I told my dad about this, he laughed and he said in Spanish. Comprate calzones primero. You know what that means? No. Buy yourself panties first. (laughs) Okay. You got to start somewhere. That's fucked up, right? (laughs) So we call him a dream killer. (laughs) But I went anyway. Yeah. And I had panties, so. So you're good both ways. Yeah. (laughs) No, but like I said, like when when you told me about this, I was like, well, yeah, it sounds crazy, but that's cool. That's that's Deborah, and you know, it it just it made sense to me. And I, but of course, I remember thinking too, yeah, I'd, I'd go to Sicily and check that out. Too, so. Yeah, but that's a total Mexi dad response, yeah, right? Yeah. And well, Mexican dads don't think anybody can do anything. I know, so. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it, I mean, there was some truth to it. There, I, I didn't have a, a real big budget to be taking right. these kinds of trips, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I had a like I really needed to be there. So, right. Um, like I said, I got picked up, and um, the the ride back was a difficult ride because there was this communication thing like he didn't speak a lick of English and, oh, I, and, and I hadn't even begun to try to speak Italian so it started in that car ride and there was a shit ton of charades going on oh, God. I was acting <laughs> making bird sounds like, like whatever <laughs> whatever I could do to um, 
get like to communicate. He was very sweet. Right. Um, I got do- dropped off at the San Giovanni, and mm. that hotel is absolutely amazing. They offer the best service. They were very accommodating, and I highly recommend it. It's not in the town, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because they'll totally drop what they're doing and drive you into town, which is about uh-huh. a few minutes drive. So yeah. was this like countryside you were driving through? Was it city? Um, city to get out of Palermo, and then it was beautiful countryside. Oh, wow. Yeah. So did it remind you of The Godfather? Oh, my God. I felt <laughs> like I was in a movie. Like, I heard the tune in my head when you told me Sicily, and I was like, oh, man. I call, know. Call when... the dawn. <laughs> no, it was... <laughs> It, it really did. and I love mafia Italian mafia movies so much like I, I'm, I'm a big fan so maybe that's why I wanted to go to Sicily but I, I uh, yeah for sure and not in a bad sense I don't mean to say I think that there's a lot of apprehension mm-hmm. there about yeah. discussion of that because it, it's like a dark right like stamp on their history yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of cool but the know, movie I'm, shows a really beautiful atmosphere like like the town it's gorgeous. itself yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said I was very uh, cynical because I felt like it was fake Mm-hmm. Because it was so adorable. Like, it was so... It was stuck in the old world that mm-hmm. I didn't... I couldn't believe that it was... Like, that, that people still... And I don't mean this in a bad way, mm-hmm. but they're still living, like, with their clothes hanging out to dry. Right. Like, outside. Yeah. You know? Like, no But that's dryers. kind of, like, the majesty and, like, I think, like, the nostalgia of a lot of European cities anyway. It's, like, it's kind of the old and the, and the new kind of blend together. Like, I know when I was in... Um, when I was in Italy... And I went to Monacatini and I went to Venice. It amazed me how, like, I was literally standing on some, you know, cobblestone that was five, six hundred years old. Right. But then there's a little, you know, internet cafe right, right here right, too. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but you still, of course, like you said, the the older population still holding on to the old, you know, old traditional ways. And I like mixing. it. Yeah, no, like, it's really. I could really totally neat. hang my underwear to dry and be cool with I mean, it. My grandma, like, my grandma always did, you know. She had yeah, the, the, I know. I mean, know, we did whatever. it in Laredo, so what's the big deal? Right, there you I go. I could go back to that. <laughs> like, I'd be fine with it. Well, yeah, no, in Sicily. I mean, that's an yeah. amenity I could I could forego. Right. Um, there's something really beautiful and charming about riding your bike around everywhere, about mm. everybody knowing each other, um, you know, about having a cafe with your neighbor. and I just... There's, there was one restaurant that stayed open late that everybody ended up at, meeting mm-hmm. all these other people from all over the world who were also interested in living there. So something like very community, very communal. Super. Community, okay. I think it's yeah. we definitely don't have here as much. So when you see it's these over. things overseas. Yeah. yeah, thanks to suburbia. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't believe that exists anymore. Maybe Yuppies. in small, <laughs> like, areas, you know. Right. But, so... So when you arrived there, was it uh, during the like morning, evening, like night? You, it was okay, dark. So you arrived in the evening. So you go to her hotel and everything, and then like the next day, was it kind of hit the ground running? Like was it everything planned? Well, out, the next day or? I didn't have a plan. I just woke of up. Of course not. And <laughs> all they told like because <laughs> like, you know my life, right? Like it's like I'm in Sicily now. Yeah, now, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had a plan for the day after. I had a tour planned mm-hmm. of, of these one euro homes, but the next day I thought I'll get into town and I'll just check it out and. Mm-hmm. Who, who I can meet and chat with. Um, the next day, I was told that there was this breakfast, mm-hmm. like a continental breakfast, which was awesome. And it was gorgeous. It was on a terraza, and it overlooked a whole beautiful vineyard. Oh, and wow. I had a great book that I was reading. I'm going to plug it <laughs> also. <Shout out> time. <laughs> 
It's what were um, you reading? Phil Knight's uh, Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog. Uh, it was oh, so okay. inspiring. So inspiring. It was. Read it. Just read it. It's it's a great book. I don't I don't want to say too much about it, but it's right. the founder of Nike. It's oh, the story okay. Of the founder of Nike. Anyway, um, I I bought it in Austin and I finished it by the time I got to um, Italy the first night so, oh, or, wow. the, or the next morning. Um, great cappuccino, great breakfast, whatever. And then they like stopped what they were doing and drove me into town. Mm-hmm. I just kind of meandered. I went into the first coffee shop and then mm-hmm. they said, oh, by the way, if you speak English, this is our only super great speaking English woman named Cynthia. In the whole town. In the whole town, <laughs> right? Go talk to Cynthia. Um, and she works for the, the municipality and she's part oh, of this okay. one euro program. And then Cynthia just happened to be like having a coffee at that same coffee shop and turns out Cynthia is from Juarez which is a border to Mexico right. like me well I'm not from Juarez but I'm from Laredo right. but we had that in common and so it was an automatic bond and mm-hmm. um, it became very easy to speak to her because we spoke in Spanish and so I clung on to her and I think she was, I hope she was happy to right. kind of like uh, it was it felt like it was nice. Like I it felt like back home. Mm-hmm. I think she felt that way too. Um, I'm sure it's exhausting for her to speak in different tongues mm-hmm. or try to right. uh, communicate. And, so and she kind of became your unofficial guide? She for, was. Okay. She was. And of course, Giuseppe Cacioppo, who is the mayor or the, I don't know what, the deputy mayor, mm-hmm. who is responsible for the program and she works with him. He's great. Um... And he was helpful, but he was so busy. They were all so busy. I don't think they were expecting this turnout. There were very many people. Yeah, that was actually my next question, because obviously you weren't the only one to go there. No. Um, Did they ever figure out, like, how many actually showed up for this? Okay, there were a total of, like, 5,000 by the time I got there. 5,000 people. Total. And 80,000 calls. Wow. Emails, calls. Now, how many, but how many villas are there? There were only 16. So 16 yeah. total of 5,000 people showing up right. to do the bidding. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. I was hoping nobody knew about it, and I was the only idiot that got the CNN report. But right, yeah. Apparently not. Well, see, that's Damn a, that's, CNN. Yeah, exactly. Why are they all over the place? Like, <laughs> can't y'all keep something quiet? It's, it's better than Fox News. So. <laughs> any day, any day, any day. <laughs> no, because I, I was actually kind of wondering that when, when you went, like, you know, how, how, stiff was the, how stiff was the competition? But... I think you possibly had maybe a leg up on the competition because you did all of a sudden meet various people who were pretty interconnected with this Yeah, thing. yeah. I was lucky. I met the right people at the right time. And I became friends with a lot of people who were genuinely mm-hmm. interested in buying. Right. And then we began to move away from the one euro bidding and move towards the private purchase of a home. Oh, I which see. Which became an option, a more viable option than trying to fight for you know, a very antiquated home that would require a lot yeah. more money to update. Yeah, because it sounds like that could have turned into like a quick, you know, shark frenzy, you know, frenzy, everybody trying to get their little yeah, but teeth you, into Yeah, it. I mean, it, unless you have a couple hundred thousand dollars and a lot of time to spend, mm-hmm. it's a great idea. Right, um, right. Otherwise, it's, uh, it's just... There's, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Now, when you were t- okay, so when you were telling about the villas, and, and even when I look at the um, the CNN 
uh, write up about it. They showed, of course, very nice and beautiful yeah, of course. images. And that's what, see, that's what I thought. So when you said villas, I'm thinking like these things are ready, much ready to go. Maybe a few no. dance here and there, but that's that's not what it was. You told me you no, they you were compared like it to a medieval, medieval ransack or something. It was like a, the Huns invaded, <laughs> like, like, like last night. No, like a like a medieval. Um, what is it called? Like a stables. Right. Right. Dirt floors. You know, really, like they were just stable. They look like stables. I don't know how else to describe them. Right. Right. So I mean, they were they were. Oh wow! Loud loud door loud there. Door. Yeah. Um, no, like so, some of the ones you showed me, I, mean, I can definitely see the appeal because it is it has that again that charm old, yeah the charm yeah. old world look to it but you know the a couple you showed me were major fixer uppers like it's going to take some some time for some people yeah. to do that but what did what did you end up finding that you said i like this particular one and then what what made you gravitate to one over the other i found one particular home that worked for me but was it part of the one euro thing no or, okay separate private it was private separate home. and it was private it it was it had a, at least three bedrooms, two different kitchens, and two different um, terrazas, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I like it for so many reasons. There was also room for me to refurbish furniture, so mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this, but um, that's now my major source of income, right. which is getting buying or stealing no i don't steal. i mean like just grabbing off <laughs> borrowing, of, borrowing. Bar, no i mean if someone throws something outside of, of yeah, their, well, next you know, to their one, garage one man's truck i take it treasure, exactly right? i take it and then i make it my um then i re refurbish it so i enjoy doing it stress-free mm -hmm. and um and so i thought if i could have a place to do that here that would be great um and so this one private home actually had Number one, a place for me to reside. Number right. two, a place to Airbnb. So if a whole, like a couple or another family wanted to stay, they could. Right. And number three, it had great parking and it had room for me to have a studio to work in. Yeah, are, are there a lot of cars? Were there a lot of cars there? Or was it mainly um, bicycling, walking? There or? was a lot of bicycling and walking, but there were cars. There were okay. like little tiny cars. So it's not like Venice where like there's no cars whatsoever. No, no, like, no. Okay. It's not like that. But they're like little half cars they're like i don't know oh, okay. i don't know what you call them half cars um so you <laughs> <laughs> just trying to picture that again so then okay so you found that compared to our compared to our cars yeah they're no like trucks cars. no trucks you know no no monster well there was there were you know it, it's weird there was still you know a lot of mercedes-benz a lot of bmws a lot of range rovers yeah because in the mafia that's exactly what someone explained to me, that there's a lot of leftover money. So yeah. whatever, we're not judging. No, I, no, hey, to each his own, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so then, so then what's, 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 the, what's the plan? So you found someplace that you really, really like, and you show me the video, and it really, it really does look beautiful. And comparatively, it did not look like it was gonna require this major overhaul, you know? So what's the plan? You get it fixed up and then, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Airbnb, as you said. Um, so we are working towards creating a documentary on how it started on the process of like mm -hmm. the moment I got that first text message from my brother saying, check this out. Right. And then another message from a girlfriend of mine from Rome and like three in one day, pretty much 
See, it's a sign. It's got to yeah, be a sign. Yeah, you know where I, mean? where I get like, all like universe whimsical and I'm like, you know what? This is, I have to go. Right. right. We start with that and then we move on to the documentary to show like, you just have to take a chance. Like when everybody thinks you're crazy, mm-hmm. well, don't go tell people. Right. The ones that, that will think you're crazy. Because like, they'll, tell you they'll to, discourage they'll, they'll you. They'll tell you to buy right? your panties first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. They'll discourage you and you don't want to be discouraged. Mm-hmm. Um so I think most of the listeners know that I just recently battled with cancer a year and a half ago. Right. And so there's been a massive life change or the change in approach with life, mm-hmm. humanity, people, and how I exist. And what I was told was remove stress and sugar. Like the sugar part I'm still working on. <laughs> but stress is um, stress is something that I think I'm, I'm getting a lot better at. Right. And... And you just don't know when your day comes, so you should just live. However, and it, yeah. you know, I don't think you need cancer. I, don't, I think a breakup. I think a loss of a job. I think, I think even, even becoming an empty nester is enough mm-hmm. to compel a person to be introspective and say, like, right. now what I should I do? This is a new chapter in my life, and whatever it may be, taking up a new sport, traveling, or mm-hmm. gardening, or whatever, just do it. Right. Just, just do whatever it is, and I think that. Creating a documentary that would inspire all people to not be afraid to figure it out. Because maybe I'm not meant to refurbish furniture. Maybe I'm not meant to, to stay in Sicily. But, but I'm meant but to not try. But you try it. Right. right. I'm meant to try. I'm, I'm, I have the energy at mm-hmm. least enough to try and, and to not give up. Right. And maybe from there something else branches out. And, right. And so... It, the goal is to just remind people to live every single day. Like, just soak it all up. Make it happen. Work, trek through it all. Mm-hmm. Make, meet people. Um, and that's what I would love to relay in a documentary. That that we can do anything. And, and no, that it's not just an American dream or something. Right. Because I was told that when I was in Sicily. Mm-hmm. When I ex- began to explain the shoe dog story. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, that's just such an American thing. And I don't think so. Right. I think it's a human thing. Um, but I think that with a great community of people, um, a, a genuine effort by a lot of parties involved. Yeah, it takes, takes um, a group, a collective to kind of pull something right. like this off. Right. Um, and then ultimately create a really cool Airbnb. Yeah. Because I do foresee this place being a really cool place that everybody will want to everybody loved their their time there you can right. ask anyone um how it's could really you, how adorable. could you not i mean that's right thing. it's gonna be so unique which i think people will be naturally be attracted to that and plus i think too like the idea of like you know a, a documentary you know, like a web series about it it's cool because it is a very cool story because again like you were saying you know you were you were this type of individual prior to you getting cancer Right. And then you, there is no way to come out the same person. It's not, it's not possible. No. Because when you get that close to like mortality and something may happen to me, I mean, I can only imagine, but then you can't come out the same. So then now it's kind of cool because you're kind of crafting a brand new narrative for you. Like you really got, and not to be cliche, but you do have a now a second lease on life. It's right. like whatever happened before, well, that doesn't matter. That was, that was the you you were. And so now right. like you get this opportunity to kind of cultivate something different and, you know, to, to pursue that, which I think is quite commendable. And yeah, oh, yeah, I think thanks. something like a document would be cool for other people to see that, yeah, maybe these are crazy ideas or crazy dreams, but the best 
I don't know, the best prize always starts something crazy. I don't think I'm alone. I think there are so many people sitting down right now Mm -hmm. with so many cool ideas and are second-guessing themselves, thinking, I can't do this, this is so dumb. Right. But as long as some, as long as, I mean, I'm here to tell you. Mm -hmm. I had my brother... Not my dad, because my dad's a dream killer. (laughs) (laughs) You told me to go buy underwear first. But I mean, as long as there's someone to remind you, like I said, Phil Knight from Shoe Dog. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, that book was awesome. He had, uh, while I was traveling there, I was reminded like, God, this guy, I have no desire to be a billionaire or anything like that, but, but he wanted to sell a good running shoe. Right. And he dealt with adversity and despite everybody telling him no that's not a good idea i don't Mm -hmm. see that happening no one's ever done that before i don't believe in that i don't believe in it at all right well that is super cool like i am i'm looking forward to seeing how the story continues and how it ends up and i would definitely watch a documentary based on that and i've just oh i've always enjoyed hearing your stories like every time you have a crazy idea i'm like okay cool (laughs) this is gonna end pretty cool we're gonna have a good laugh or conversation about it so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing, hearing more about this. Yeah, so, and the documentary yeah. should, should trace, like I said, from the very beginning right. to the final moment where we actually have um, the Airbnb yeah. set in place. Like I said, this, this, is your, uh, this is your eat, pray, love moment, but uh, the Deborah, yeah. the Deborah Texican Gypsy <laughs> version. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you but very yeah. much for letting me you know, come on the podcast and interact well, with you here. Very yeah, fun. thanks for this, Thomas, That's and cool. I look forward to... Uh, Maybe providing some great, uh, I don't know, visuals. Yeah, no, it'll look look great. All right, we have a great day. Awesome. Ciao.